of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You're listening to the KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bomba, presented by Window World. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. On AM 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, it is 907 on AM 550, KTSA. Uh, so glad to have you here as a part of our show this morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Uh, another beautiful Saturday in the Alamo City. And another day for us to discuss all things home improvement, which is exactly what we're going to do today. Today, today. Uh, lots of stuff to uh, talk about. Uh, of course, uh, we, we know what's uh, inundating us in the news for the last couple of weeks now and uh, has only ramped up over the last few days. We probably will talk a little bit about that today uh, very briefly as we have an in-studio guest that's going to be answering some questions for us today uh, concerning uh, spring cleaning, which is obviously it's that time of year. So perfect timing for, uh, for our guest to be in today. By the way, I'm Martin Bamba. This is Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And the phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the conversation. And uh, we're real pleased to have uh, my buddy Larry Kreisel in here from Gleam Team. Hey, Martin, good morning. How are you doing good this morning, brother? You. Good doing to good, see you. Doing good, man. Doing good. Now, Larry uh, has a company that specializes in, as the name uh, would would indicate, cleaning and uh and they've done cleaning work for me they've they've come out and cleaned windows for me they'll they'll do window cleaning gutter cleaning power washing what am i missing uh house washing so if you got those algae stains growing on your siding we take care of that we got a low pressure uh, soft wash method that's safe for the siding uh we also do roof cleaning so if you've seen those black algae streaks running down the roof we can take care of that non pressure doesn't damage the shingle doesn't void your warranty so we do everything. So, so lots to talk about today uh, when it comes to spring cleaning and, and uh, kind of getting ready for the, for the upcoming spring and summer seasons. Lots of, lots of good stuff uh, uh, to talk about. And, and I, this is one of my favorite times of the year. It, it really and truly is one of my favorite times of the year when it, when it comes to being able to get outside again. Uh, you know, theoretically, we have some more sunshine uh, starting to peek through. I love daylight saving time, uh, getting home from work and still having a couple of hours of daylight to go out and grill Absolutely. and play in the yard, uh, do some planning, cleaning, whatever it is. You know, what are you laughing about, man? Oh, yeah, just the, the extra daylight time. Last night, Jeannie and I were talking. Uh, she wants to, since we've got some extra evening time now, she wants to do a couple of raised garden beds. Oh, so, so that just, means extra work for Jim. <laughs> extra that. Work, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If that's what she wants to do and she wants to, you know, it, it, you know I'm all for it. If that's what she wants to do, you're happy to drink an adult beverage and watch her. <laughs> is that what you're saying pretty much okay. right. <laughs> no man you know you, you know how i am with her i'll no, do absolutely. i'll do whatever she wants and, and it's actually a pretty good idea you know 
we've been trying to get into more of an organic diet and more of a you know a better diet and hey what better way to do it than raise our own vegetables we we put in a couple of raised beds last season and uh and and unfortunately it was real late in the season so we didn't get a good crop of anything but right but this year we're gonna we're gonna do well it right. the sad part that i feel and her and i both were laughing about it uh last night is that a few years ago just seems like just a few years ago we had a pretty good garden going and it was on the ground yeah but now we're old enough we need to do the raised beds because neither one of us wants to get down on our knees to work the garden anymore there's something to be said about that <laughs> yeah but I'll tell you, what i like about the raised beds is it's much easier to keep them weed free Oh yeah, and and if you raise them up high enough when you're out in the country like you are, you yep. don't have to worry about the rabbits getting in there and eat, eating all your stuff. Right, right. Which is kind of nice, you know. And, well, I was going to get with you on that later and see just what you thought a good height was. If if you're trying to keep the pests out of it, trying to keep the rabbits out of it, now you're not going to keep the deer away unless you fence it off. But but keeping at least the rabbits out of it, I'd say probably if you if you raised it up about two feet. Okay. Um, which seems like a lot. You're going to have to bring some pretty good amount of fill dirt in. No, for actually, that, but... I was thinking more like waist level, just to keep... no, I didn't have to <laughs> bend over. <laughs> Dude, you're not 80. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? No, see, and you said something about the deer. See, in your neighborhood, you have deer. You know, you know what? I don't. Oh, I was going to say because funny, in... that's a funny thing. In our neighborhood, you would think that there would be deer because we have a lot of a lot of green area around us. I have never once, not in two and a half years, seen a deer in our neighborhood. Well, see, out where we live, there's not too many deer that get into the neighborhood because, you know, everybody's got a little bit of land, but we're not like 50 acres and 60 right, acres. And, right, You know, it's three to five acres, or I think the one of our neighbors has 30, and that's the biggest plot on the road. And you've got a lot of open field. Right. You, you, you don't have a whole lot of brush. Um, right. Yeah. But also out there, people see deer come across the yard, then that's, they name the deer. You know, they name them dinner, lunch, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we don't have the problem like some of the, the neighborhoods have or some of the division, subdivisions have where the deer are protected and you can't touch them. No, we don't have that problem. So relocation's not an issue for you? No, okay. it is not. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> uh, so, again, Larry Kreisel is our guest this morning on the show with Gleam Team. And uh, tell me, where where is a good place to start when you're talking about spring cleaning? Um, well, it's always, I, I think it's always good to start with the window cleaning because, you know, there, like you said, there's more sunlight coming in. Everybody's just ready to get outside. And so whenever you are looking through your windows, you want to be able to enjoy that, you know, that natural light. And so, um, that's one of our things that we do. That's kind of our bread and butter, but also people are outside more. So, you know, pressure washing around the pool area, making sure that, you know, your flagstone or your pool pool decking is nice and clean for your guests that are starting to come over um just basically roof you know roof to curb you know we take care of it all we can you know, clean the roof we do all types of roofs we do tile roofs shingle roofs metal roofs um making sure your siding's nice and clean if if you got algae growing on your siding it's going to start to thin out the paint it could lead to you know a premature repaint job a lot of our customers you know, they think they need to repaint their home, and then we, we come in and, and and clean the algae, you know, wash down the home, and they're like, oh, you know, I don't even need to paint. You know, so we save them thousands of dollars just from, you know, being able to wash the house for, you know, three or $400. And, 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 of course, repainting a house can be very expensive, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, and, and especially if you have to do it uh, multiple times. The other thing... When you're, when you're outside cleaning, and, and after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about what the homeowner themselves can do inside the house, you know, where to start, and, and because it can seem like a daunting task. If you've let it go for months and months and months, there's a lot of stuff to do. So we're going to kind of talk, break it down step by step, where you can start so you're not so overwhelmed. Yeah. 
Um, but but when it comes to you know outside, the other thing that I always think about whenever because being in the siding business. We have people ask us all the time, how can I clean this? What should I do on this? And it's amazing to me how many people do not know that you should not pressure wash wood or fiber cement siding. Right. Uh, yeah. Especially if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, a 2200 PSI pressure washer, which is, you know, m- many people buy those, you know, in, in, in the store and have them at their house. And you can, you can literally etch concrete if, if you, if you try with one of these, uh, machines, and then you go to clean your siding with it, and you don't understand. You are opening up the pores of that wood. You're you're uh, prematurely deteriorating your siding if you have wood siding. If you have fiber cement siding, you you're most likely going to void the warranty on that siding mm-hmm. and damage it and cause it to be uh, needing replacement way sooner than it should. Yeah, that's uh, that's something we see quite a bit, Martin, is um, sometimes we'll go to a home and that you can see these little squiggly lines all over the uh-huh. siding. Yep. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's where, you know, someone either, you know, a contractor who is not experienced. It seems like these days, you know, everybody is a pressure washing company. You know, you go buy a you go buy a pressure washer at Lowe's or Home Depot and all of a sudden you're a pressure washing company. Right. But there's actually a lot of training, there's a lot of experience that goes into it. And so, you know, we, we come across that quite a bit where we'll we'll come up come up to a home and there's, you know, all these squiggly lines or you can see, you know, the bottom of the house up to maybe about eight feet is clean and then the top going up to the second story where they couldn't reach is still dirty and that's why they called us. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah. With our soft wash process, you know, we're able to get up to second story peaks, you know, from the ground. So it's safer for our technicians. It's safe for the siding. We're using a chemical cleaning. It's low pressure. We're not putting direct pressure where it could force water up back on, up behind this behind the uh, siding, which is another which, concern as yes, well, yes, uh, sir. especially if you don't know uh, who installed the siding and what is behind that siding because if you if you have a company or a builder that put up siding didn't put any kind of uh, vapor barrier or moisture barrier behind that siding you could be pushing water directly into your insulation into your wall cavity and then then you're looking at all kinds of like mildew oh. and and mold problems and things like that so. absolutely okay I'm thinking we might have a theme going on here today, Don. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah. Where is this band from? You know that chick that used to dance You don't know, do you? No, I do not know. You got me. You stu- I can't believe you called me out like that. This is no. Thin, Thin Lizzy. Yes, I know it's Thin One Lizzy. One of the most underrated bands in the history of bands. Uh, hail from Ireland. Okay. Why Irish today? Well, St. Patty's Day is coming up. Absolutely. I can't do a good Irish accent if I try. I, I just can't do it. Well, and neither can you, so stop that. Uh, I'm Martin Bomba. That's Jim Smith. <laughs> and, we are, and we are here to help. See, I told you. <laughs> that was horrible. It's awful. That's just, don't ever do that again. It's nine, <laughs> there are Irish people out there turning off their radios and cursing you. It's 923 uh, on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, again, Martin Bomba, Jim Smith, and our guest this morning, Larry Kreisel from uh, Gleam Team cleaning and uh, we're talking all things uh you know spring cleaning today it's at that time of year weather's starting to get a little more mild Uh, you want to get out you want to do some more things but inside the house you also want to do some cleaning and uh we're going to talk about that but as always phones are the top of our our mind uh on this show and the phone lines are open at 210 
599-5555. Let's get to our first call this morning. Tom, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yeah, I've got vinyl siding, and it's I think it's the algae growing on it. What's the best way to remove that? Larry? So the best, the best way to remove that is going to be to use a sodium hypochlorite solution, which is basically the active ingredient in a bleach solution. So that's going to kill the algae. Um, you want to apply that uh, with a low-pressure method. If it's you know one story, something you can reach, you can get a um, pump-up sprayer from you know Lowe's Home Depot. Mix it in there. Check the active ingredient on the on the bleach. You want to you want to have it at about a one percent uh, concentration. So if you you know if it comes three percent from the store, then you just dilute it. You know, one part uh, bleach to three parts water. Basically, apply it. You know, you're gonna you're gonna want to wait a little bit to let it break down the the algae. Once you see it's you know it's killed and starting to break apart, then you just hose it down. Um, that would be the best way to approach that. Okay, bleach and water. Yes, sir. You can put you know a little bit of detergent in there if you want to kind of help it stick to the siding a little bit so it doesn't just run right off, but. Um, yeah, that would be the, the way to go. If you if you have a pressure washer, you can you know use that. You just want to keep it far away from the surface to where you're not etching, like Martin was talking about etching that vinyl. Yeah, that that's the problem with vinyl um, and cleaning vinyl is it's 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 actually relatively easy to clean. You just have to do it right. And anyone who uses a pressure washer on vinyl siding is taking a chance on on cracking it, damaging it, breaching it. Um, if the vinyl siding was installed properly, there's going to be a vapor barrier behind it, so you don't have to worry so much about that. But certainly, damaging the surface of that siding is a, a concern. Yes, we, uh, you know, we'll come to job sites, and a lot of times there's there's puncture holes in the in the siding from pressure washing. So you definitely don't want to get up to the surface. You want to stay a couple of feet away. If you're going to be using a pressure washer to rinse down, you're going to want to stay, you know, two to three feet away from that surface. And and if if I'm using a pressure washer to do that type of cleaning, you want to use the spray wand. You do not want to use the focused wand that gives you the, the highest pressure that you would use typically to clean off a patio or something like that. Uh, the one that gives you the fan spray, much better idea. Yeah, no zero-degree tips. It's usually the red, the red tip. Stay away. Red means stop, so stay, <laughs> stay away from that zero-degree tip. Yeah, you want to etch glass, use that, okay? Yeah, <laughs> but or, break, or break glass. Or break glass, yeah, that too. Uh, Tom, I hope that answers your question, bud. Yeah, do you agree that that is uh, algae? Uh, yes, sir. That light most likely is algae. Yes, sir. That's that's pretty common, if, especially if you have areas of your house that have overgrowth, or uh, standing water, or uh, very very shaded. Don't get any direct sunlight. That's very common. It's also very common on on walls that you may have behind that siding, or that may be what's considered a. a a spot where you've got uh, weak insulation in the home. Now, in vinyl siding, I'd, I'd have to disagree with that. It's possible, but it's typically an area that you don't get a whole lot of direct sunlight, um, and, and you have overgrowth, you have a lot of trees or a lot of uh, uh, shrubbery or something mm-hmm. like that around mm-hmm. there. That's typically where you're going to find right. that. Yeah, yeah that algae, that need, it needs a moist environment to, mm-hmm. to grow, and so you're usually going to find it on the sides of the house where you're not getting the afternoon sun. Um, but yeah, that anything you see that's like black or green that's growing on your home, it's going to be a type of algae. It's usually airborne, so it will attach, especially to like if you have a stone exterior, you'll see a lot of 
a lot of stone houses are starting to turn black, um, especially if we have a very wet, you know, fall. Um, the next spring, you'll start to see that. So, yeah, it's a type of algae. There's a scientific name for it. I'm not going to try to try to pronounce that because I'll butcher it. But, uh, yeah, definitely algae. Yeah, yeah, that's what you got there, Tom. Okay, guys, I appreciate it. Thanks, bud. Appreciate you calling this morning. Thanks for getting things kicked off. Those phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, Larry, where do we start inside the house? When, whenever we're going to tackle our, our spring cleaning list, so to speak, what's at the top of that list? Where do we start? Well, I think a lot of a lot of people are looking to declutter. You know, they, they're looking to kind of simplify their lives and get get rid of some of the clutter. So that's projects that a lot of people are looking at, whether it's like an organizing project, uh, something of that nature. Uh, of course, you know, just cleaning, general interior cleaning, which is something we don't do, but a lot of people are looking to get their homes deep cleaned, maybe, you know, hire a service to come in and clean every, you know, couple of weeks or once a month just to, you know, get those really deep clean items and then they can kind of try to maintain in between um, what where we come in is we do interior windows so it, on window cleaning you know you, you have an option you can either have us do just the exterior or you know we do inside and out as well um, and so when we come in we'll have our technicians they cover their shoes they to make sure they're not tracking anything in the home where they're working in front of the windows they put down a, a towel so there's no kind of drips you know coming from their scrubbers you know if you have a white carpet nothing's worse than you know dripping dirty water on that white carpet so we definitely put down something to protect and then um so that's that's basically what we do as far as interior uh cleaning we don't do any kind of like maid service anything sure. like that uh for for the for the owner uh, or for the homeowner themselves though to me the first place that i would start if if i'm doing a deep spring cleaning is either the closet or the pantry one of those two places mm-hmm. and what I found, and, and this was a hard one for me to get, because for years and years I'd try to clean out uh, the closet, and I would just go through and I'd pick this out or I'd pick that out. Same thing with the pantry. It would take forever. I'd never really get it where I wanted it to be, and it was very frustrating. So for me, the easiest thing to do is to start with a blank canvas, so to speak. I take everything out, everything out of the pantry, put it on the table, put it on the counters, get it out of there. And then as I'm going back, I go back with what's not out of date, and then I organize it as I'm putting it back into the space. So when you're done, everything that's left out there goes in the trash. You don't need it anymore. So that, that to me, I've found is, is so much easier than trying to work within the mess and trying to clean it out without starting with a blank space. Same thing with your closet. If you take all of your clothes out of your closet, put them on your bed or wherever, and then start going back in with the clothes that you actually wear, and and maybe uh, still fit you, and uh, and and then the other ones you either take and give to Goodwill because that's what you should do, or you take them and you put them in the closet for the next season or what have you. I, I don't like having all of my winter clothes and and all of my you know warm weather clothes all in the closet because it's just too much and you have to dig through all of that. I like simplified life. I like to to come in and be able to find what I'm wanting to put on that day. And that, to me, is what I found is the easiest way to do it. Take everything out, start with a blank canvas, and then go back in with what you want and what you need, and everything else, do something else with that. And, folks, as Dr. Phil would put it, that's what we call OCD. No, 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 it's not OCD. That is organization, my friend. That is organization. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550, KTSA FM 1071. 
9.38 right now. Martin Bamba, Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And this morning, uh, Larry Kreisel with Gleam Team is here. Uh, helping us kind of sort through the, the, the muck and the mess of spring cleaning. Uh, but as always, it's about you, your phone calls. We want to talk to you this morning with your home improvement questions. Maybe you have a specific cleaning question about how to clean this or how to clean that inside, outside your home, mostly outside your home when it comes to Gleam Team. Uh, but maybe inside your home if it's something you're wanting to ta- tackle yourself. Uh, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, now, we stopped with uh, with where we start when it comes to cleaning inside your house, you want to tackle something big and get it out of the way. Pantries, closets, good places to start. Well, what would be next? What What do you think would be next? Well, the way that the way that Jeannie does spring cleaning, and and myself when I help, or the kids when we help, is she will literally start at one end of the house. I mean, she doesn't go like first to the pantry or first to the to a closet. She starts at one end of the house, and she works her way through the entire house, cleaning the house. Now, and basically along the same lines of what you were saying, by the time she gets to the end of the house, she's got a nice little pile of stuff that that goes away, either donated or to the burn pit or, you know, it's it's just a nice little pile. The problem is, is that when she starts at one end and starts working towards the other end of the house, she won't stop. I mean, she doesn't like start. It, it went into the house and work a couple, uh, worked that for a day and she gets halfway through the house or whatever. No, no, she starts at one end of the house and she wants it done before she stops. See, and, and, and I understand, I identify with that. Right. Whenever I start a task like that, I don't yep. like to leave it midway. I like to finish it. So if I start on a room, and, and my kids sometimes I think think I'm nuts because uh, I, I, I will start on something and I really and truly, I don't, t- well, you've seen me. Yeah, I don't, don't take breaks. I don't take a break. I don't take a break until the job's complete. Because you do, and then that job's incomplete, and then you start on something else, and then that job's incomplete, and then it all you know goes crazy. So I, I, I like taking on a task, and I like finishing that task, and then moving on to something else. Folks, I can tell you he's right. I can remember be, being on job sites with him, having to remind him that I was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's not that bad. He's not that not bad. Not that I, bad. No, I mean, I take, I, I'll take a dr- break to take a drink or something, but I don't pull off of it. I don't, no, I don't, no. I don't stop for an hour or two. It's, it's start on it, get it done. And, and that's the way you really get through it. And if you have a house that you've been living in for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, I don't know what that's like, but if you do have that, <laughs> if you no, do, you don't. but if you do have that, uh, and my wife will, will chuckle at that and then also kind of snarl at that. But if you do have a house that you, and I, and, and listen, we talk to people all the time that have lived in their homes for 20 years plus, 20 years plus, you accumulate a lot of important stuff over that a period of time, but you also accumulate <laughs> a lot of not important stuff. It starts with an S. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, stuff. There you go. So, so it, it it doesn't always. This is it's like anything else. Okay, if you're a smoker, and you started smoking when you were in your teens, and you've been smoking for twenty years, don't not, don't beat yourself up if it takes you a year or two to quit smoking. It took you twenty years to get to that point. Yep. If you put on some pounds over the years, and and you're a little overweight. And it takes you a little while to get that weight off. Remember how long it took you to put that weight on. Same thing with cleaning your house. If you have a house that's, you know, you've been in for 20, 30 years, 
and it took you a little while to accumulate that stuff, don't knock yourself, uh, uh, beat yourself up over it taking a little while to get that cleaned up because it's going to take a little while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, like anything, you know, it comes down to consistency. You, you want to build the habits and then gain the momentum. And then once you have that momentum, you know, if you if you fall off for a day or something, you're able to get right back on. And like you said, beating yourself up is just self-defeating, and that's going to just take you further away from where you're trying to get to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's like with Jeannie. We used to be at a, at, a, at a point where every Saturday morning she would get out of bed, get the kids up, and they clean house. And they'd be done with the house by noon because it was done every Saturday morning. And, it's, it's amazing how quickly right. it goes when you stay on top of it, right? Right. But then when our lives became so busy and just happenstance and everybody going different directions, kids going off to college and and moving out and, and then every, mine and Jeannie's lives becoming more busy, it's, it's, it's become a daunting task. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 that's, and it's funny that as you become empty nesters, it gets harder. It shouldn't be that way, it right? It should not be it, that because way. Because you have less mess makers in the house. Right. And boy, can they be mess makers. Yes. So it should theoretically be easier to, to keep the house neat and clean, right? But I think the mentality is, is as you get older, you sit back and you go to tackle something like that, and you're like, oh, my goodness. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... that's American Idol's on. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Right? And, but with Jeannie and I, I think it's more that we've actually gotten more active in our lives. And with getting more active and doing more stuff on the weekends and doing all that, it's just we, we, we're we going to do this over here rather than doing that. Right. And I think that's what it's become with us. So so what we're saying is just making the decision to tackle it is number one. Yes. Uh, sitting back and, and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off is, is not an option if you really want to accomplish your spring cleaning goals. Right. So you've, you've made that decision. You're going to tackle it. You don't want to overwhelm yourself, and and I'm not suggesting that anybody do what Jeannie does or or even what I do, and and I don't do what Jeannie does. I don't start at one end of the house and and work my way to the other before I'm done. I will start a particular room or a particular task, and I will complete that. Good example: I spring cleaning in my office this past week. I took an entire day in my and it's sad that it took me an entire day, but I took an entire day to clean my office because I couldn't take it anymore. I, I had piled up this and that, and I had a sample here, and I had papers here, and I had, and it didn't look like my office because my office doesn't. I hate my office like that, but it got like that, and it didn't get like that overnight. It took months to get that way, and because of busy schedules and and constantly being on the go, before you know it, it turns into that. So what did I do? I decided today was my day. And I'm going to go in, and that's what I'm going to do today. And I did for the most part. I got pulled away a couple of times, and you saw how I reacted to that. Um, I wasn't happy with it, folks. It was a colorful. It, it was, was a colorful <laughs> at best experience. You have to realize that my my desk is right outside. And of I do apologize Martin. again for that. My desk is right outside of, or was right outside of Martin's office. I've moved my desk since. It has nothing to do with this cleaning experience. <laughs> Has nothing that makes to do it with sound this. like that was a reaction to my reaction. <laughs> no, no. It has nothing to do with that, but it was to say the the least a colorful experience as he's going through this office cleaning because he is so mad at himself for letting it get to that point that it's just kind of overflowing. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody came in and 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 and, and just and, and it listen, ninety nine point nine percent of the time it's fine. You walk into my office and say, Hey Martin, can you help me with this? Or hey Martin, can you answer this question? And I'm hey yeah, absolutely, whatever I can do. 
for whatever reason, this day I was solely focused on cleaning my office, and somebody came in, and I think I unloaded on him. It may have been you. In fact, I think it was you, actually. And, and I said, look, I came into the office to do one thing today. One thing. And that's, it's too much to ask that I can do this one thing today. And, uh, and, and I overreacted a little bit. I'll, I'll admit that I did. But, but the office got clean. No, but he immediately, <laughs> folks, he immediately came out and said, dude, I'm so sorry. Man. I did, man. I felt he immediately so bad. came out and said that. But, and of course, you got to ask him. I was laughing at that point. He because was. It's like, dude, I get it. I get it, man. I know that you come into this office. He kind of shook his head, threw his hands up, and just walked out, kind of chuckling. And I'm like, that didn't help laughing at me, did not help. <laughs> but uh, he should have laughed at me because I was ridiculous. Uh, it's 946 on AM 550 KTSA. And uh, we're going to take a short break. We're going to be back. Phone line are open 210-599-5555 our phone lines i guarantee you are covid free call in without any fear whatsoever can i sing what can i sing well i know i can't you can sing as soon as you get to do another irish accent thing you know no (laughs) no You hurt my feeling, man. Just one, though. Just one of them. Listen, you can sing all you want to in the shower. I'm I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Some more great uh, Irishman music right there. Van Morrison. Got to say the great Van Morrison, one of my favorites of all time. It's 952 on AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1. I'm Martin Bamba. That's Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And talking spring cleaning this morning. And, hey, folks, those phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Give us a call. <laughs> Give us a call. Uh-huh. Sorry, I forgot to put that on the side. That ding. We're doing folks. professional radio here. Yeah, and I get a wow. ding on okay. my phone. <laughs> and it kind of caused I know a little... you're. I know you're new to this now and all that. Oh, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my first time. My first time, yeah. I can forgive Larry for that, but come on, man. <laughs> Larry Kreisel's right over here too, and we're uh, we're talking spring cleaning with him. Uh, l- let's talk about uh, some of the the types of things uh, outside. Uh, we had a caller earlier that talked about cleaning his vinyl siding, um, and 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 I get asked that question all the time. How do you clean vinyl siding? Let's let's get a little in depth into that. So w- whenever you go out and and you're cleaning a vinyl siding job, what does that what does that look like? So the first thing we do is we. Obviously, we have our we have our pressure washers. Our pressure washers are actually set um, to put out like a lower uh, psi and a higher flow. So, what actually speeds up the cleaning process is the actual gallons per minute or the flow, because that's rinsing everything down very quickly. So, a lot of people there's a, a myth that you need a high psi to do a good cleaning. It's actually more in the cleaning solution and the the flow of the machine. So, we get that all set up. We pre-wet everything to protect, you know, the landscape, the vegetation. So we get all that saturated down with water first. Um, then the next thing we'll do is apply our cleaning solution. And so, what does that consist of? So for house washing, it's the recommended uh, solution is going to be, like I said, a sodium hypochlorite bleach solution. We do have some fancy detergents, surfactants that we mix into that. Um, light on the bleach though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 On our house washing, like I said, it's, it's typically around a 1% solution, um, for roofs and, and stone restoration, which is what we call cleaning, removing those black algae, uh, stains from the stone. It, it does need to be a little bit stronger, but just a regular, you know, like a hardy board or like a vinyl siding, we're at about a 1% solution. 
Um, so we have a special nozzle that attaches to our machines, and it's it, it's basically like a diffuser. So it sucks the chemical into the stream, but when it's when it's actually hitting the house, the surface, it's more like a mist. So we're basically just misting that cleaning solution onto the surface. And once we've applied that, you know, we're going to wait a, a couple of minutes to let it do its work, let it break down the dirt, the mold, the mildew uh, off of the siding. And then once once it's loosened up, then we're going to come with that same diffuser nozzle attachment and just rinse everything down top to bottom. We're going to make sure we do a final rinse down of the plants so that everything is protected. Nice, nice. And 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 again, you you kind of hit on that. But if if you have a say a two thousand square foot house, fully sided, fiber cement, vinyl, whatever, what what does a typical job like that run? So uh, two thousand, you probably look at around our job minimum, which is one hundred ninety five dollars. Um, so typically, it's about around a hundred dollars per thousand square foot. So three three thousand square foot around three hundred, four thousand square foot around four hundred, so on and so forth. Now, if you have those huge covered patios in the back where we have to get up underneath all the all the the ceiling and the eaves and things like that you have a lot of patio furniture up underneath there that we have to move off and then move back when we're done that is going to add a little bit to the cost but that's a good rule of thumb okay uh, so in my estimation that's pretty reasonable you oh, know to, to get a, a clean beautiful gleaming exterior of your home i think that's pretty awesome Absolutely. Yeah, with the equipment we have too, we're able to clean very efficiently. So, you know, we get in and out quick. We don't disrupt our customers' days. You know, we're not there. I've heard from customers where, you know, they hired somebody um, and they were there all day. It's like they were oh, there all day man. and just, you know, it just totally disrupts their schedule. So, with the equipment that we've invested in, we're able to get in and out quickly, get the job done efficiently, and uh, keep the cost reasonable for our customers as well. Nice, nice. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you over at Gleam Team, how do they do that, Larry? They can call 210-767-TEAM. That's 210-767-8326. Or they can visit our website, www.gleamteam.com. And we do have the correct spelling of Gleam. It's G-L-E-A-M, not G-L-E-E-M. So it's gleamteam.com. I never even thought about that, but yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy how many people ask me, how do you spell gleam? It's like, just like it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> G-L-E-A-M. So gleamteam.com. And uh, and I can tell you, folks, uh, Larry and, and his team have done cleaning for me in the past, and, and they really are professional. They do such a great job, and uh, and that's how I fostered a friendship with Larry. With Larry and, and, uh, and, and, and you know from from years of listening to me that I don't recommend somebody unless I either have had them personally do great work for me or I've got some good friends that have recommended them to me and in this case Larry's actually done work for me and they do good work um and 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 some of these jobs outside especially are downright dangerous to tackle yourself whenever you get up to to clean the roof if you're cleaning a second story wall it's just not worth it um, so I, you know, I, re- I recommend uh, heartily that you give Gleam Team a call if you have any kind of exterior cleaning stuff that you need to get done, gutter cleaning, wall cleaning, window cleaning, and washing inside and out, and and patios. I mean, uh, right now I've got I'm, I'm going to have you come out to my house because I've got a, a patio that's got algae all over it. I need it cleaned up for the summertime. So, uh, lots of good reasons to call him, Larry. Thank you so much for joining us today, man. Absolutely, thank I you for having really, me. really, really yes, appreciate sir. that. I know we're up against the top of the hour break. We got to take a break, but we will come back and we will get deep into phone calls when we come back in the next hour at 210-599-5555 when we return on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Coming up on 10.06 on AM 550, KTSA FM 107.1. I'm Martin Bamba. That's Jim Smith. And we are here to help. Indeedy we are. All morning. Well, at least until 11, we're going to be here to help, folks. That's right. Anything from the roof to the foundation and everything in between. Also talking a little cleaning today uh, with Larry Kreisel from Gleam Team. Uh, He's uh, agreed graciously to stick around for a little while longer because we have not yet talked about uh, the topic that's everywhere, and and we're trying to keep it as as COVID-19 free as we can on this show today. However, uh, in light of everything, we thought that uh, with with our spring cleaning conversation that it would make sense to talk a little bit about um, some steps you can take to keep your home safer and clean when it comes to this virus, and uh, and 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 certainly we don't we don't want to make light of this situation because it is a serious situation. However, there has been uh, without dispute there has been some panic that has surrounded this that is unwarranted. Um, when when you go to a store. And it looks like we're preparing for a natural disaster uh, of unprecedented proportions. Uh, there's something wrong, and uh, and and it's it's that's that's just the way it is. But. Yeah, I, I have to agree. It's it's definitely serious. It's definitely something to keep in mind. But folks, just just don't panic. It's not. I mean, you've got to stay calm. That's, well, it, it, that's does, the it doesn't thing. help anything. And no. And uh, depleting the, the supplies of toilet paper. I don't get that. I don't get that either. Don't I don't understand <laughs> I don't it. Get I've asked it. I've asked dozens of people where this comes from, and uh, there's not a single symptom I'll of this bet, thing that relates to that. So I'll I don't understand. Toilet, and I'll, I'll leave bet it the at that. Paper industry is loving it. <laughs> yeah, I, I said to somebody, I said, "Boy, do I wish that I had a, a, a crystal ball?" And four months ago, I could have bought lots and lots of Charmin stock. I'm telling you, man. You know how much money we would have. It would just be outrageous. Their their stock has got to be through the roof. Yes, yes. I mean, I just like I said, I, I that's the only part I don't get. I get the water. Yeah. I get the canned goods. Now the meat, I kind of get it in a way. But folks, you gotta you gotta keep that frozen. You yeah. gotta keep it, it. That's something yeah. you have to keep cold. Well, the the virus can do a lot of things. I don't think it's going to shut down our power grid. I don't okay, think I, so either. I, I, I just. I, I, you know, and and I just man, I I don't know. There's just a whole lot of of hysteria going on and panic going on, that's that's needless. And I think it's but a, I think know. it's important too to you know to realize if you you're going in and and hoarding and you know stocking up on all these things, you're also depleting the supply for the people who actually need them and rely on them on a day to day basis. Yes, yes. So the people that actually were out of toilet paper and the people that actually were out of bleach. That that actually need it for their day to day lives. You, I've I've read stuff online uh, on Facebook and other places that that you know family members are having to take toilet paper over to their family members because their family members can't buy the toilet paper that they are out of. It's you insane. Had, you had a personal experience. Your child that's in that's in college. Yeah. Had to go all over town to find six rolls of toilet paper. Finally found it at a gas station. Yeah. And, and I joked. I said, did you go into the bathroom and steal it? What did you, <laughs> I mean. I, where did it come from? It's, it's but Any, folks, anyway. it is a serious thing. We're not trying to downplay it. It is a serious thing. It is something you need to keep forward in your mind and keep mindful of washing your hands. Yeah, so on. Absolutely. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you can protect yourself inside your house and cleaning outside of washing your hands here in just a second. But let's get to the phone lines. Uh, 210-599-5555. Nikki, good morning and welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yes, good morning. Um, um, 
This is exterior cleaning. We have natural stone on our home and garage, and it get, it has the black patches. I guess certain stones tend to do that. Um, it's about our house is about twenty years old, and we've never had it cleaned, or I don't think it's ever been sealed. Is that something we need to do now because of the the blackened areas? Absolutely, yeah. I would recommend uh, getting that cleaned off. Uh, like I said, you know, it's going to be a bleach solution. That's going to be what you're going to want to do. To you're going to have to make it a little bit stronger than you would like on a vinyl siding. Um, but you get that applied. You might have to apply it a few times. Um, and then definitely sealing it is a good idea as well because that's going to stop that moisture from getting all the way down in the stone, and it's going to keep okay. um, everything up out on the surface of the stone versus getting down into the pores of the stone. And so that's going to make it uh, take a lot longer to where that black algae is going to be able to reform on the stone. So I would definitely recommend cleaning and sealing. It's going to just help protect your home okay. and make it look how better. Often, how often would you have to do the sealing? Like, is there a number of years? Or It's going to depend on the product you use, but you, you should be able to find a good, you know, five, five to ten year sealer. Um, like I said, it's probably not going to stop it from actually appearing dirty for that length of time but it's going to give you the protection because everything that is getting on it is going to be out on the surface and not down into the pores of the stone okay all right and um should is it better to have a company do that rather than trying it yourself or you you know what uh the the thing i will say about that is uh, can you do it yourself absolutely you can do it yourself However, when when you when you hire a, a good company to do it that does that professionally, they have uh, some proprietary uh, cleaning agents that you would not normally have, and I would not normally have. They have techniques that they use that you and I would not normally have, and they will probably get the results that you will you will take several attempts to get. They will get in one try. Um, so that's the advantage, and and it's really not that expensive uh, to have a, a professional come out and do it. That's the main thing I would focus on, Martin. Is ma'am, just just decide whether or not it's what, what what's what's worth it for you is getting out there and doing it yourself, or paying a small amount to have a professional do it. There's a lot of things where I feel like my time is more valuable doing something else than it is doing tasks like this. Yeah, and I feel like it depends on your home as well. Some homes are, you know. They're one story. It's something that you feel like you can tackle. And then you have other homes that are high two-story where you're talking about ladders and things like that. So a lot of homeowners have you know concerns getting on ladders, justifiably so. We, we hear from a lot of our customers that their husbands are no longer allowed on ladders or no longer allowed on the roofs uh, because they've mostly, unfortunately... Mostly because their wives say so. <laughs> mostly, yeah. But you know a lot of them have actually had a fall, and so they're no longer yeah. allowed. So you just have to look at your home and assess, is it something that you feel like confident that you can tackle on your own? Okay, great. All right. Well, I appreciate your advice. Yeah, thanks for the question. Thank you very much. We appreciate your call this morning, Nikki. And uh, your calls, too, at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. You know, Martin, a perfect example of that, you know, getting on ladders and doing stuff and, and trying to tackle stuff that you shouldn't tackle. Uh, you remember the customer we had up uh, in one of the northern cities and hill country cities? that he was up trying to clean his roof, trying to sweep the leaves off his metal roof. And our guys had to help help his wife get the tree off the fence after the tree fell over and knocked the ladder over. And he 
broke his, he, he actually crushed his ankle. Oh, it was bad, yeah. You know, and yeah. this is one of those cases where, hey, you know, maybe get a professional to do that tree trimming and that roof cleaning and, and, and all of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely not a bad idea when it comes to getting up on to dangerous heights on a ladder. And, and folks, anything over five, six feet is a dangerous height on a ladder. And it, 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 you look at the falls and, and deaths from falls and, and injuries from falls, a lot of them happen at six feet. It's or less. Not, it's not 35 or less. or less, four feet, five feet. Mm-hmm. It's not 35, 40 feet up in the air. So it stands to reason that if you're getting up on a second story, up 30 feet or so in the air, that that really and truly is, is, not, is not something that you should be doing, you know? So keep that in mind. Plus, you have to keep in mind, uh, companies have, and we go through OSHA-approved ladder safety training with all of our employees, and so, you know, that's not something that homeowners are going to have. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and th- yeah, they're not going to have extension ladders like that. Most people don't have that type. Training. And that, it's certainly not the training, no. Um, and, and, and frankly, a, a home pressure washer is not what you guys come out typically and use you have different type of equipment than you and i would typically or or that a homeowner would typically buy right sure and and uh and as i said to the caller the cleaning agents that you use are different than what we would normally use i mean it's one thing to mix up a little bleach solution which is certainly a good home remedy and a good home solution to, to to work with however there are other things out there that work more rapidly a little safer so lots of good reasons to call a professional when it comes to that. And, uh, and of course, uh, Larry's company is Gleam Team, and, and, and that's who I would recommend if you're going to call a professional. Uh, we need to take a quick break, but we're going to come back. We're going to talk about some of the, uh, the cleaning solutions and cleaning uh, disinfectants that you can use in your house uh, to help uh, kill and ward off the COVID-19 virus. Um, we're not going to talk a lot about COVID-19 this morning, but that's one thing in light of our subject matter this morning that we are going to talk about, and your phone calls too at 210-599-5555. Oh, yeah. The musical theme on the show this morning in, uh, in honor of St. Patty's Day upcoming. So how was that? That all was lip syncing. All the Irish artists. You sounded great. Thank you. you. Sounded great. Thank you. Thanks for that great music, Don. Don Cooper Stevens doing it in there with the music and screening your calls and keeping the show running smoothly this morning. Thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate that. I'm Martin Bomba. That's Jim Smith. And we are here to help. And uh, Larry Kreisel still hanging out with us. And we're talking uh, cleaning today. Spring cleaning is the theme of the show today. And, uh, and of course, the phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, we'll get right to your calls in, in just a moment. Jody, you're coming right up. Uh, but as we went into break, we started talking a little bit about some of the disinfectants and, and precautions you can take to protect your family cleaning around your house uh, for the COVID-19 virus. You want to speak a little bit about that, Larry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the EPA does have a list of uh, approved products that will actually kill the coronavirus or what we're calling the the COVID-19. Um, a lot of them are just, you know, commercially available products, um, bleach solution. Uh, there's recommendations. You can check the EPA website. Um, some of the other ones that are that are on there, you know, like a Lysol heavy duty, just probably a lot of common things that you have around your home already. Um, so if you're looking to do some, you know, some disinfecting, it's definitely a good idea. Uh, things that are commonly touched like doorknobs, um, just hard surfaces. You want to just 
take some precautions and just be sure that you're you know wiping those down and sanitizing those regularly so it's not any kind of crazy chemical that you need to go out and buy you know some kind of hospital grade this or that um, but just your basic you know your lysols your cloroxes um, just check that epa website make sure it's on the list and you'll be good to go and the most important thing uh, that we need to remember in, in cleaning for this type of thing is is washing your hands, which I kind of thought was a common sense thing that most people in the civilized world did anyway. Uh, clearly not, uh, because we're reminded of it daily on almost an hourly basis that you need to wash your hands. It's not hard, folks. 20 seconds. Tw- 20 seconds is what they recommend. Not 20 minutes, not Five minutes, 20 seconds. Is not what a surgical takes. scrub. No. You know, you're not scrubbing up to your elbows and making sure that you're brushing in between your fingernails. We're talking about a good antibacterial. Soap and water washing. Uh, yep. A good antibacterial soap and maybe a little bit of hand sanitizer and let's, you're covered. Let's talk about hand sanitizer, okay? Uh, hand sanitizer is so overused that I, I believe that it contributes to some of these problems that we have because you are killing every bit of the bacteria on your hands. The good and the bad, and you're and you're to me, to me and and maybe there's and maybe I'm just talking out of opinion here and, and it is it's just my opinion. It's got to do something to diminish your natural immune system because you're constantly cleaning and constantly cleaning and constantly cleaning. Beyond that, it dries your skin out horribly. Yes, and it's bad for your skin. Well, you just said natural immune system, and you hit the nail on the head as far as my opinion goes. And again, folks, opinions. Our country and our world has become such a sanitized, hand sanitizer, bottled water, you know, everything clean, everything perfect, sanitary world that our natural immune systems have gotten to the point where they can't fight stuff like this. And that's a problem. You know, uh, there was a comedian, and I know it was funny, it was George Carlin put it out, and he said that the immune system, the human immune system is to the point right now where it's a weakling. You know, if something comes into it, it's like... George has been dead for how long? uh, that's how long it's yeah. been. That's how long this has yes. been coming. Yes. So, anyway, I'm I'm getting off into my own personal realm with with the hand sanitizer thing. But hand sanitizer is not a substitute for washing your hands. Absolutely, That's, Absolutely that was not. My point. No, no, that was no, my no, point. no, no, no. I agree. I agree. Well, let's get to Jody. She's been hanging on. Your calls too at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Good morning, Jody. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Thank you. Uh oh, you still there, Jody? Hello. Uh, Disney. I, I got. I got the Jody. Let's start again. I got the thank you, and then you drop. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I just said I appreciate your conversation on hand sanitizing, washing your hands. We just got back from Disney this morning, and I can't tell you how many times uh, my family and I washed our hands or, or used the hand sanitizer. Uh, I think we need a little lotion now to. to <laughs> yeah. At Disney, I'm surprised you didn't walk through like like they have the metal detectors. I'm surprised they didn't have like like a, a human car wash that you walked through with sanitizer sprayed your whole body when you went to Disney. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, it was amazing. We had rain every day, and uh, parks were empty. As soon as the sun came out, they were full, and all the hand sanitizer just. Uh, dis- uh, 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 boxes they had around Disney were totally out. Even if you wanted to wash your hands with hand sanitizer, there was none there. Wow. But anyway, uh, let me get to my question. And I sure, yes, sir. Conversation, gentlemen. Uh, I have a, uh, a house at Stucco and uh, quite a bit of Conterra on it. And the Conterra is starting to darken, and it looks like it's got uh, some maybe some algae starting to grow in certain areas. I've trimmed my oak trees back quite a ways. 
but I still have, uh, uh, you know, the black uh, look and algae look uh, all over it. I've called the Cantera company, and they told me to wash it with vinegar. But there's just so much around the house that would take a week. But do you have another suggestion on, on some kind of chemical I can use to spray on that? And then my second follow-up question is the stucco itself. I have a couple stucco chimneys, and I'm starting to see that they're starting to to uh, change colors uh, in the shaded areas. They're starting to uh, look a little green. And then up on the top, they're starting to turn uh, up kind of a, a charcoal look. Well, Do you uh, have any tips on both of those? Yeah, absolutely, and I'm going to defer to, uh, to to Larry Kreisel from Gleam Team uh, to answer those questions, but one of the questions I have about your stucco is, is it a traditional hard coat stucco pigment, uh, pigmented finish, or is it a painted stucco, or is it an acrylic finish? It's a pigmented finish. Okay, so there we go. So it's a natural, traditional hard coat stucco finish, uh, cementaceous finish. There you go. Yeah, so this is all just about five years old. Well, that's interesting because uh, there's not much of that type of finish going up anymore. Are you sure it's not an acrylic finish? Uh, to be honest with you, it's uh, acrylic. It's real hard when you rub it. Were, were you there? Before. Were you there when they did this work? Is this a house you had built, or, or yes. was it, okay? Yes. When I'm they there. when they put the finish on, did it come out of a bucket, or did they mix it in a uh, in a mixer? of a bucket okay that's an acrylic finish so there yes. we go there that that uh, and i just wanted that information for larry to give you the right answer yeah so jody as far as um cantera we do a lot of cleaning of that we actually do use the same uh solution that we use for house washing um with cantera you have to be very careful with the pressure because it does scar and and mar incredibly easy very soft yeah it's very soft stone so you have to be very careful with that um and then as far as the the stucco goes, um, you have to be careful what you put on there. There's certain types of paint that are used now, um, el- elomasteric paint and things like that, that can actually um, turn pink when you use a, like a normal house washing solution. So what we've had to do is just test a little small area just to make sure that there's no reactions with the pigments that are used in those paints. They they changed something with the pigments uh, recently with the paints to where now it's kind of like a like a soy pigment or some kind of organic. Well, um, when when the paint lost its longevity and and a lot of people don't like to admit this or, or say this, but when they took the lead out of the paint, the color fastness and the longevity of the paint diminished immensely, and and that's just a fact. Yeah, so. there's just a couple of a couple of paint types out there that will react with the with a regular house wash solution. Um, so definitely you would want to test a small area first just to make sure that it's not causing any kind of reaction with whatever kind of paint you got on there. Um, but as far as, yeah, as far as a Cantera, just a normal, you know, like we've been talking about, a normal light bleach solution. Let that let that sit for five minutes or so. Keep it Keep it from drying on there, but just let it sit. And then if you have a pressure washer, if you come back, just make sure you are using very low pressure. And that you're, you know, staying at least six inches away from the surface, because and and keep an eye, and keep an eye on it as you go, because you got to make sure that you know that it's not causing any kind of etching onto the stone, because it is very soft. Right, and it's got some very soft uh, areas in there. When you hit it with a pressure washer, it'll just blow it right out. Yeah, definitely some of don't those pockets. 
Yeah, definitely don't use a high-pressure washer on it. You don't want to use high pressure on it. And you, be sure you're using a good fan tip, a good fan pattern. You want to you want to be you know probably a 40 degree fan tip so that 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 pressure is being evenly distributed. You're not you know putting direct pressure in one spot. Okay. Okay. Great, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1, 10:37. I'm Martin Bamba. That's Jim Smith. And, uh, and Larry, we are here to help. And Larry Kreisel <laughs> is here with us today from Gleam Team, talking all things cleaning. We appreciate you hanging out with us for a little while longer today, Larry. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. And uh, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. And we're going to get right to it. Linda, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, if you have a house and you want to sell it and you're trying to fix it up, and then, and maybe it's got some uh, wood paneling on the outside, and the wood is getting holes in it, and so you put putty on it, and you sell it. And we've had it for three years now, and that well, there's one spot you can't see the grain in the wood. You can just it's just flat, but it's got cracks in it, and the putty's starting to bulge out. It's got cracks all over it. I don't know how much longer it's going to take for that. Are you tr- are you come off, are you planning on putting your house on the market and selling that? No, we're not. We're living in it. You're living in it. Saying, some somebody did somebody fixed it up or tried to fix it up before we bought it. Yeah, you you really you really need to consider reciting that uh, or or replacing that in some way. You don't want to keep patching that. No, I don't. But I don't know why they did it in the first place. Well, uh, the, well, the, 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 of course, to save money and and to and to put a little patch on it that would get the house sold. It's not the right way to do it by any means, but that's why they did it. Um, but uh, we would be more than happy to talk to you about reciting that area and taking care of that um, issue for you at Window World. Our number is two ten seven six seven zero nine nine five. Okay, could you repeat that number? Yes, ma'am. I could, I could just look it up. You can. It's it's Window World, or you can go online to windowworldtx.com and find out a okay. whole lot more information. But uh, estimates are free, and we'd love to help you with that. All right. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you, it. ma'am. Have a great day. Uh, let's go to Roderick. Roderick, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Thanks, Martin. Appreciate uh, taking the call. Absolutely. I got a foundation uh, question for you. I, I got a... a 1,600-square-foot house that has an extended garage off the front that's made into the house, and I'm getting a crack on on the side of it, probably about an eighth of an inch crack. And I had a company come out, and they said, you know, seven piers, $7,000 would be the whole side of the house, 11 piers for 11000 Is this something I should probably do or... Is it uh, I need to do right now, or is there some kind of way I can postpone it or something, or is that too much? Or Well, Roderick, the, the thing about foundation repair is that foundations do not fix themselves, unfortunately. If, if, if you're having a foundation problem, chances are good it's going to get worse, not better. So if you if you trust the company that you had come out and they're a good reputable company and that's what they recommend the price that they are quoting you is not outrageous. Um it's it's pretty in line with industry standards. Now the only question I would have is is if you actually do have an issue. It does sound like you do. 
uh, and, uh, and only you know who you had come out and whether you trust them and, and whether they're a good, reputable company or not. Uh, would you recommend you getting three proposals? I would recommend. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm of the of the school that three is a good amount. I, I usually get two or three. I know people that go out and get six or eight, and that's insanity. Uh, unless you just like having your time monopolized, it's 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 nuts. Three is a good rule of thumb, uh, and there are there are several really good companies here in San Antonio. Of course, the one that I always talk about is is um, um, Baird Baird Foundation Repair. B a i r d Baird Foundation Repair. Uh, but there, sure. but there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, and just just find one that you're comfortable with that you like. But for my peace of mind, I'd want to compare prices. And 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 I'll I'll give you a good, good example. I've got uh, I've got a tree that I need to have removed, and I've got a company that I use to trim up my trees. Uh, had them go out and give me a quote on removing this tree, and the quote seemed exceptionally high to me. Now, maybe it's not exceptionally high, but I'm certainly going to give myself the peace of mind of getting two more quotes and finding out where it falls with those other quotes. I follow you, Martin, and I understand... And I sure appreciate y'all's time and your your opinion there. Thanks. Well, I enjoy the show. Well, Roderick, show. thanks, man. I I appreciate you calling. I love the name Roderick too. That's a that's a throwback name you don't hear a whole lot. And uh, and one of my favorite wrestlers back in the day was Roddy Piper. So wow. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the call. Thanks, brother. Hey, appreciate. You guys have a nice day. Appreciate you calling, appreciate man. It. Thank you very much. You bet. All right, uh, let's see here. We'll get in one more before we go to break for sure at 210-599-5555. Herman, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning, uh, Mr. Bo- uh, Martin Bomba. I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller, and uh, I just we're just uh, getting ready to purchase a house, but I need an inspector. Do you have a, a, an uh, uh, inspector in the Lavernia area? Uh, you know what? I do have a good inspector. Uh, I'm, I, as I'm frantically looking up the uh, the phone number, uh, I'll let Jim talk a little bit. Where 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 in Lavernia are you looking at going, or where in the Lavernia area? It's uh, at Legacy Ranch. Okay, okay. Well, I live out in Adkins. I'm not too far from there. Not too far oh, at all. Okay, that's a great area. It is. It is. It's a great area. Uh, wonderful schools, Lavernia School District. I can't say you know enough good about them. Yeah, just wanted to move out in the country and. Uh, we found it yesterday. Actually, it came on the market yesterday, and uh, we wanted to go, we went to go see it and fell in love with it. Awesome! So you 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 hopped right on it, huh? Yeah, uh, lucky. All right. Well, listen. Here's here's who I recommend you call. His name is Mark Eberwine, and and Mark's done several inspections for me and for a lot of people that we mutually know. But uh, he's been doing this a long time. His number is two ten seven seven one seven seven one two. Seven seven one. What I like about Mark is he's going to tell you straight up whether you want to hear it or not. Yeah, yeah. He, he does. He, he does a he very pull any detailed punches, that's for sure. inspection. <laughs> does he also inspect like uh, septic tanks? I don't know that he does septic tank inspections, but what what I can tell you is if he doesn't, he can recommend who does. Got it. That'll work. They appreciate it for all your time and effort and helping everybody around. With their uh, home issues. Well, well, absolutely, Herman. It's our pleasure, and and uh, congratulations on the new home, new home for you. Thanks. I'm an, hey, I'm an old paratrooper, so I, I gotta say before I leave, y'all have a nice airborne day. <laughs> right, yes, brother. Sir. Yes, Thank sir. you, man. I appreciate that. That's always fun to hear. It's not St. Patrick's Day without this one, man. I'm a slave of pain. 
you don't know this one, uh, I can't help you, man. This is good stuff. Thank you, Don. It's 1052 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Martin Bomba, Jim Smith, and Larry Kreisel uh, here with us from uh, from Gleam Team, talking a little cleaning this morning. Uh, but we are getting right back to those phone lines. Let's go to Julie. Julie, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. Actually, you're going to talk to my husband, Rick. Well, okay, then. <laughs> good morning. I see how it is, Rick. You get your secretary to call for you. I see how that is. Well, we were driving, so we're being safe. (laughs) There you go. I'm I'm, I'm glad you are, and good for you for doing that. How can we help you this morning? Well, we are wanting to add on a patio cover at our house that is 18 years old, and it faces the north side, so we get a wind-driven rain, like when the northern's blowing in and stuff. Okay. Now, there's two sets of windows, a lower tier, and then there's about 8 or 10 inches, and then a, a upper tier. Like transom windows. Okay. And um, we are wanting to put a cover in there that's probably going to be able to handle like a two-by-six. And, you know, of course, put a roof on it, you know, of some sort or another. We haven't actually decided what type. Do we need to be overly concerned about the splash of the rain hitting on that roof, bouncing up into those window sills? Yeah. It, it's it's possible. Um, do you have any kind of overhang uh, above those windows? Yeah, a normal about 18-inch soffit. Do you have gutters? Yes. Okay. I wouldn't be overly concerned with now, that. You're going to split in between the windows and the transoms with your patio cover? Yes. Have you considered? Have you considered an insulated patio cover? No, we're just starting to kick the idea around, and that's why we're calling in today. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to give us a call at Window World, we'd love to talk to you about an insulated patio cover option that will make it so easy for you. It'll drop the temperature underneath that thing by about 20 degrees, um, so it gives you a nice cool uh, area underneath there. Uh, so much easier to put in than a stick built, and they look great. And uh, and 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 give you that insulation value that you wouldn't have in a stick built patio cover, and if you have ten ten to twelve inches, you should have enough actually to to put that beam. Yeah, but I'm just wondering why we w- why you wouldn't go above the transoms and put the transoms in the in- how how high are the top how high is the top of the transom? Well, we have eleven foot ceilings, but we're wanting to still have outdoor light coming into the living room. Gotcha. I got you. Perfect. That's, okay, now I understand. That makes perfect sense. Hey, if you don't mind, take down our number and give us a call. We'll be happy to come out and talk to you about a patio cover. Very good. Does that insulated stuff, does that have a smaller reveal? Or uh, is it the same thickness as, say, a 2 by No, no. It, it, it has a smaller reveal, and we can get it with a built-in guttering system. So there's there's really some good advantages advantages to it when it comes to a patio cover. Yeah, we're going to like that because we also did like a, um, uh, a flagstone walk that we put our patio plants on, and if all that water ran off of that roof in there, then we'd wash all of our decomposed granite out, so mm. we'd have a problem with that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think you're really going to like this option. Okay. Well, we'll give you a holler. All right. Appreciate it. That uh, that number, if you want to take it, I'm going to go ahead and hang, let you hang up. But uh, if you want to take this number down, 
It is 210-767-0995. That's for Window World. 210-767-0995. And I haven't spoken at all about Window World today, so I do want to let you know that our showrooms are all open, including New Braunfels, now open on Saturdays. Go by, say hi to Amber today, uh, right there on Landa, uh, Landa Drive in New Braunfels. We're open until 2 o'clock today. Open until 2 o'clock today in San Antonio and in Corpus Christi. So go by any one of our great showrooms. Find out about all of the uh, award-winning windows that we sell and install, gutter systems, patio covers, uh, entry doors, garage doors, and storm doors. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something, Jim. I don't know what I'm oh, thinking, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, did, did, did you mention gutters? Did lots you mention of, garage gutters, doors. Gutters, you... seamless gutters, gutter protection, lots and lots of things uh, to, to help enhance the beauty and the value of your home. And, uh, and we'll to tie it in with that. the show, everything from the roof to the foundation, except the roof and foundation on the exterior of your home. That's right. Hey, we are uh, really up against the end of the show. I'm going to try to get Julie. If we can make it super fast, I'm going to get you in here at, at the end. Julie, how can we help you? Mr. Baba. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I'll make it fast. I have a home in the Corpus Christi area built in 1962. The car is three and a half because it's got the two-car garage underneath half of it. And it's good brick and cedar, and uh, I haven't had anything done to it in a long time. What do you recommend as far as that brick and cedar is concerned? I did have the cedar stained and had the brick painted white, but that was like 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, As far as the cedar, if you want to get rid of that maintenance, I suggest you call us and have us come out and talk to you about an insulated wall system that that we can eliminate that maintenance for you on. Uh, our number in Corpus Christi is 361-991-4189, and one of our great design consultants can get out there and help you with that, okay? I'm sorry, 991 what? 361-991-4189, Julie. Got it. Thanks Thank for you. calling. Uh, uh, during the week, M. Bomba at WindowWorldTX.com. Jay Smith at WindowWorldTX.com. And... Glean Team. www.gleanteam.com. There we go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. We'll see you next week on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.